Okay, it is boy number one. I got married. There's really not a lot you can do uh, when you're when you're newlywed and you can't really go anywhere or do anything for a honeymoon. So we've just been sitting at home. Sure. And uh, yeah, sure. We did a puzzle. We did a puzzle. That was fun. Dope. Anyways, uh, we we've been watching a lot of Avatar. Uh, Hannah's puzzle. never seen Avatar. And a lot of people have not been watching or haven't seen it, but now it's on Netflix. And I know I'm watching it with my wife. And I believe Jackson and Maggie and Jack. Zach and Elena have also been watching it. And yes, so sir. my question for you guys is, is if you lived in the Avatar The Last Airbender universe, what kind of person would you be? And that could either be if you're a bender, non-bender, or if what nation you belong to and even like what specific like geographical area or like city would you want to like be from what would you do for a living uh and i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick zach to go first since we've been watching it yes yes no i this is definitely something that i have spent long and hard thinking about it i recently had a, a tweet on my personal account that i put out that i was like i feel like day by day i'm constantly fighting that that arrogance of like ah i watched this show before it was on netflix <laughs> <laughs> you know like like oh you all are catching up now you know but no it, it is very cool to see like it hype hype again and then obviously yeah like I'm, we're watching it again it's so good um <clears throat> i think there are two parts to this question one if i were to transfer there now based on my personality and who i am what would i be and then like what would i like to be ah. like i think i absolutely fall under fire nation territory like i am pretty explosive i can be pretty explosive uh i've always had like, I feel like everybody in the Fire Nation, minus, you know, um, Uncle Iroh, and like, they're just like very explosive personalities, like big personalities, trying to climb that that Fire Nation ladder. And that's, that's me a little bit, I think. I think I've always been that climb the ladder kind of guy. Um, but I, we're just going through Earth, like book two right now. And the way that Toph describes, and not not necessarily spoilers, just like lore more than anything, Earthbenders as like, there's no way around Earthbending. You just have to face it head on. I would love to be that way. Yeah. Like their mentality of like, you have to, you can't dance around it. You can't try another angle. You just have to do it. Like you just have to push the rock, you know? Um, but I think I, I think that's where I would like to be. But absolutely, Fire Nation for me. That uh, and I think I would really like to learn the ways, um, you know, that the old school ways that that Iro teaches um, Zuko later in the series. It's very cool, and it's not at all fire. Firebending is not at all what you think it is. Um, but I would be man. I would be a. I would live probably in the capital. Um, I love the architecture when they get to the final, like when they're inner city in, in book three, it's very cool and fun and lively. And the, the uh, like big festivals they put on are always like hype. So I would live there. That's that's it for me. Dang. Um, well, before you pick someone else to go, I was just saying I noticed on this like watch through that after after Aang's a little bit of spoilers, but after Aang gets that lesson from Toph about like facing his like his conflict like head on in like future episodes of book two he actually does end up like 
facing problems head yep. on. Whereas yeah. all through totally changes. Yeah, all through like book one, it's all about like espionage and like sneaking through areas and like flying over and. But he he straight up like deals with problems. More compromises, like, more yeah. like mm -hmm. peacekeeping yeah. across the board, rather than yeah. single solutions. That uh, when they're trying to trying to get uh, Azula and her crew off their scent and they can't sleep. He takes the bag of Appa's hair and like leads them mm -hmm. astray. And then at the end of the trail is like a, a ruined village. And it's like, okay, he's finished the trail and he can like fly back to his group, but he just like sits oh, down. Oh, I love like, that moment. Trail. Oh, and it's just man. like, so good. like, I'll just, I'll just deal with this, you know, as they come here. So absolutely. And that was like two or three episodes after he starts mm -hmm. learning mm -hmm. earthbending. So hype, yeah, hype, <laughs> but yes, exactly. Who's next? So I love earthbending too. Yeah, who's next? Uh, who's next? You got a pig, Zach. Ronnie, go. Okay, because I <laughs> Ronnie, open my I, I say damn mouth. You go. In the spirit of Zach's wonderful monologue about what he would be and what he would want to be, I'm going to go along that same vein. Um, I would like to say that personally, I would want to be an airbender, but I as a young boy with ADHD, I, I would not vibe with the meditation and peacefulness. Um, so I think that in all truth, I am very, I'm a very stubborn person, very kind of get it done. Like Zach was talking about when he's talking about earthbender society. So I think that like my soul belongs with the earthbenders. Um, and I am very kind of pig headed sometimes. And I kind of, when I put my mind to something, which is very rarely, I will do it regardless of what's standing in the way. Um, I'm typically a pretty chill person, but like if we're arguing about something, I'm not going to like tear you down, but I'm going to like fucking dig my head in the ground until it's over. Um, but yeah, so like in all reality, I'd probably be an earthbender, but I want to be an airbender because I think their way of life, what they do, it's just, it's just so incredibly cool to me. Um, the whole aspect of, you know, air being this really honestly, very dominant, like bending style. Like if you th really think about it, like you could use air bending to just completely stop somebody from fire bending or, you know, change the nature of the water that's being bent. There's a lot of things that you can do with air bending, but like airbenders are like, no, we're peaceful. A lot of their abilities and like practices deal with like not instigating when you don't have to, not killing when you don't have to. So often most of their abilities are defensive. And I think that's just a really noble way of, of living. And like, I just want to fly. I, I think every kid wants to fly and I'm one of those kids who wants to fly. So <laughs> um, I think that would be super sick. And that is my take. I don't necessarily think airbending is the strongest. I think you could make a case for a lot of different bending styles being the strongest. Mm -hmm. I think when you bring in the absolute hack of blend bending, then the game ends and waterbenders can just kill people immediately. <laughs> yeah. What a hack. It's a hack. Chance? <laughs> well, um, yeah. well, I was going to say that um, I was I was talking to Hannah on a walk. I was like, well, like, if you think about it, like, like you said, like waterbending seems OP, but waterbending is totally based on your environment, right? But like air is everywhere. So like that the mm -hmm. one pro for airbenders is that there's all they're always in their element no matter where they go. Um, but I would also say a big negative is that uh, they don't they didn't have a military. Like they're the only mm -hmm. nation that has no like military, and they mm -hmm. were the first ones to get 
annihilated mm-hmm. get by the Fire Nation. So like that because they are so peaceful and they didn't have military, mm-hmm. they were easily able to be taken over. Um, but yeah, I would I would vouch if I could go next because I'm very similar to Ronnie's. Go um, go go for it. But I I also as a kid really wanted to be an airbender that was the one that i was super like about and as a kid i always loved the idea of like flying like solo like having that superpower like whatever um and so i would love to be like on a glider or have a big like uh, flying bison um i don't know I, i just really dig like you said like the the vegetarian lifestyle the like very like peaceful loving like meditation but sadly I don't think even that's what I would want to be. Like, I don't think that's who I really am. And I think I'm really more of a water nation type of person. Um, I, a lot of the uh, water nation, I believe they, they deal with, they deal with problems by creating, by being creative and in roundabout ways. And a lot of their bending is like on, uh, like on the, like, um, off the dome like like how Katara has to like think of ways to solve solutions quickly with like what she has and what her resources are and I think that's my kind of bending style and also I love the idea of like be- being a healer like I would be totally happy with like just like learning the healing properties and like that being my job you know and also just the idea of like the ice and I don't know just like their lots of yeah their, their culture and I believe it was like their their sim- like their thing is like love or whatever like that's like one of their tenants that like Iroh described in one episode and yeah. just how they're like their community based and like everyone pulls their own weight and I just like dig that more than I do like Earth Nation, Fire Nation, Air Nation I just really dig that community and sense so I really like Water it's Nation. Very, it's tribal Yeah, they're like broken up into tribes right. so it's very like we're a team we're a mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna do everything together, and that's like very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So if I if I could be it, I would probably be like fisherman, uh, preferably bender that also focus in like the healing properties because I, I would really enjoy that lifestyle. Uh, probably, and I would probably pick. Uh, hmm, I guess I would go northern northern tribe. Yeah, just because I like more urban. I, I'd rather be that than like the small like 20 person like 50 person tribe. It was, yes, <laughs> it is small. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my pick. Uh, I'm going to pick Jackson next. Um, okay. I think um, my favorite is also air. I think they're super cool. I like how um, and you see it like a lot in the show of how Aang will just kind of like dodge an attack by kind of just like folding himself around it and like how they talk about airs the like uh its principle is like freedom and how he can just like shift between attacks or you know a giant boulder is hurled at him and he kind of just floats over the top of it i think that stuff is so cool matrix style mm-hmm. dope i and i like the whole monastic feel that you were talking about ronnie i think that that is dope and actually uh like zach said i think one of the important things to consider and chance you gave the idea is their societies and uh fire is most often called the fire nation uh 
emphasizing nationalism. Uh, mm. Earth is the Earth Kingdom, which mm. implies this mm -hmm. like kind of sturdy hierarchical uh, monarchy-ish monarchy type thing. Uh, air is the air nomads, despite having temples, it implies that they have no home. And then the water is the water tribes, which implies that their home is with their with their people, which is yeah. I I think an important thing to consider. I think my uh, personality is probably either water or earth is what I would guess. But I I think I default towards water because um, one I think I am like Chance said I dig the whole tribal uh community mentality and i think uh i think iroh says one of its main principles is adaptability and mm -hmm. i think i'm a very go with the flow not push my um push my will on things like a firebender per se but uh i'm more flow around the people that are with me but I also get the sturdy vibe that Ronnie's talking about. So, but I, I, if I had to guess, I'd probably be a water nation bender and I just bend fish out of the ocean and just get them all in a little ball. And, <laughs> yeah. Easy job. I would just Easy like game. go out and fish and then I would just get a ball of water and I would collect it above me in the sky and just plop fish in there and then just take them on home. So they're extra fresh. Um, yeah, I think. That suffices. Okay, Silas, your turn. It's my turn. Um, I think that I am kind of opposite of of Ronnie, actually. Like I, I think for me, and and I see even more so when I was when I was growing up, especially. Um, but I, I fit more cleanly in. Uh, airbending and and am attracted to earthbending like I like the idea of like you know being like really firm and, and facing your problems head-on it's like just move the rock and that kind of thing yeah. uh, but when it comes down to it if if you know like you see the moment like you know and like when Aang is just like in a fight instead of it, things are coming at him and instead of moving them out of the way he moves out of the way uh, and does it very just like yeah. right. that, yep. that 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 is much more me uh, I would think uh, I I I like to um, yeah if there's a rock in the way instead of moving out of the way I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna go around it um, and also in in and then even just into like Aang's personality and social situations if something is tense I'm gonna try and break the tension and move people away from it rather than addressing the problem head-on more often than not uh, I've gotten a lot better about that part of my personality because that can be, sometimes it can be a positive thing. Some, sometimes it can be a real bad thing. Um, I've gotten a lot better about that just as a person, but especially when I was growing up, I was always, if somebody was sad, if somebody was upset, I was the one uh, trying to do cartwheels in front of them to make them giggle, you know? Uh, and um, cartwheels they cure do, they really do, honestly. Especially when you're really bad at them, it looks funny when you honest. do them. Uh, Shitty cartwheels, great cartwheels. Everybody loves a cartwheel. Everybody I love cartwheels. cartwheels. I love cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I fit pretty cleanly in that, and I could, I could get pretty down with the with the monk lifestyle. I would be very happy just letting go of everything and <laughs> and not having anything, and 
uh, spending the rest of my life trying to achieve a state of of um, that whole, you know, that idea of like detachment, of uh, becoming a more a more um, holistic or positive influence by letting go of worldly things. Um, no, I, I could get down with that. So yeah, I guess I would. I I, I think I would be. <clears throat> I would be an air nomad. That's, that's, I feel like you won't take us out our element. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, wait, wait, I I feel like we got all the elements, I think, do we? Yeah. Yeah. I think what fire, earth, Mm -hmm. air, earth and water. Yeah. Look at us. We're so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I I would say, I think I love, I think I love the (laughs) five. I think I love the idea when you can really go a lot of ways with this um, analogy, but like the the Zuko Iro duo in the show where Iro pretty much the entirety of the show is taking what we think about fire, the fire nation and, and fire bending mm-hmm. really in the history of it and bending our mentality to slowly make it not awful, you know? Um, and I feel like, I grew up in a very, um, like IRL. I grew up in a very like heavy conservative home that had kind of some ideals that were just like stuck on on me because yeah. I grew up in it, like everyone, you know. And as you grow older, you kind of understand the roots of it better in kind of a, a you know a different way. But I think most of the Fire Nation, I think that's what's so neat about it, is most of the Fire Nation believes firmly, Zuko included, that they are a certain way. And Iroh knows that's not the case. Like Fire Nation, best nation, that's not true. Like we have everything figured out and it's just about clawing your way to the top. That's not true. And Iroh, like, I mean, everybody mentioned kind of the, the episode where he breaks up each nation and says, without knowledge of all of them, you're nothing like you you were only one fourth of reality and encourages obviously zuko to to learn more about it um but uh i think i think the root of fire bending and and that's a little bit a little bit of the um yeah, exactly. There, there, he treat, he makes his own water bending slash fire bending lightning. skill of, of redirecting lightning. Um, but the the idea of and I I won't spoil this because this is one of my favorite episodes. But the root of where fire bending yeah. came from, and when they go back to learn how it all started, is like ah, it all clicks. Mm-hmm. You know, it just clicks to be something so much more than just like power. Yeah. So I I could talk about Avatar all day. All right, but but which I, one I, I rewatched the entire show within the first half in a week. It was back. <laughs> which on one is the which strongest? one is the strongest? Really gonna do oh. this? I well before we before we do that. Oh, yeah. I just want to say I I love that speech that Iroh gives Zuko, mm-hmm. and I just love the idea of learning more about your element by studying the other yeah. ones. Like what yeah. a waterbender could learn by studying like air or like the earth and you know like yeah all the different tenets of like it's it like it blows my mind like the the swamp benders how they can move the vines they're literally like druids moving vines because they're able to move the water through it Mm, you know and like yeah i just the water and the yeah i love that i love the creativity of it and um yeah i don't know i just i i think that because hannah was saying that like this kind of relates hannah was like 
I was like, what would you want to do? And she said, well, like fire is like the worst option. And it's from that episode where the, uh, the, the guy that was going to train Aang was like, yeah. it's a burden. Like it, this is a, this is a like burden. fire bending yeah. is a burden and I have to carry it rather than like, Oh, yeah. you're gifted with your bending abilities. And mm -hmm. Hannah was just like, well, obviously fire bending sounds awful. Like all you do is destroy. You don't really do anything. But I was kind of like, if I was a firebender, I would hands down be a blacksmith. Mm. Being a firebender, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. I could like create. I could going. create things with my fire, and I could like, I could like, I can make my own kiln. Like I can make clay and like pottery, and I don't know, and like heating your tea and like making campfires, and like there's <laughs> yeah. parts of firebending that is like, it's. I mean, it's like the it's like Prometheus. It's like humanity went forward because of the fire right like that was a gift yeah. mm -hmm. you know and so i i would love to be a, a good firebender that creates with his like destructive power but if i was a firebender i'd be a chef if you have a sous vide in your hands Ooh, just dang easy easy bake a cake and watch a show at the same <laughs> time you're just holding the pot and fireworks dude you could be really fun yeah fireworks oh man wizard <laughs> But yeah, let's uh let's get down to the the brass tacks. Wait, wait, actually, let's get first, down to business. First, does anyone have uh is there anyone that thinks there's a better character than Iro that that Iro is not the best character? I'm just curious. That's what I think. I I agree. You're all clowns if you think there's a better character <laughs> I, than I, I and I also think that me. that's probably the majority of mm -hmm. people believe that he's the best character. So I'm curious, okay. Yeah. Is there anyone who my thinks second, that My second my second is very what close to I think. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I think. Holy I flip back and forth with Hannah, and I'm like, because there there are episodes where I'm like, literally, Sokka is the smartest person in the room, and I don't know, like the way he solves problems sometimes, mm -hmm. and like He's a good problem solver. But he also mm -hmm. like he gets shit on so much, and he like I just finished <laughs> where he's like not a bender and feels bad that he's like nothing to offer the team, and mm -hmm. I don't know. I I think he is a great developed character every episode or every few episodes he like grows more. he's actually yeah. a good representative too of the water nation mm -hmm. in that sense how like he is creatively solving problems he's, he's not a bender but he's creatively solving problems yeah he's like continually working with the group and evolving and changing his person mm -hmm. and man yeah. he fell in love with the moon moon yeah yeah that's all over the moon also which is a high that's like uh that's like so good mythic man that's legendary yeah his <laughs> best quality in my opinion is how he's able to humble himself mm -hmm. and it's first seen in the kiyoshi warriors episode where yeah, yeah. He, like straight up says like shit i'm on sorry girls. yeah he shits on girls and he's like i'm sorry like i want to learn mm -hmm. And yeah. um, he humbles himself in another episode, like shortly after that. I can't remember. But then he also humbles himself with the lead, with the, the only reason he gets to train with the Swords Masters because he says, like, I've been all over the world. And then the, the guy's like, oh, let me guess. Like, you're you know so much. Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, actually, I don't I don't know anything. And yeah, I think that is like it's very easy to write his character as like brash and brazen and like putting his foot arrogant. in his arrogant putting his foot in his mouth like all this yeah. stuff like water tribe number one but in those key moments he's not that way and i mm -hmm. think that's his yeah. best quality but other than yeah. that 
Iroh is my favorite. Well, and it's well, Iroh's, Iroh, Iroh has the plot armor because he's literally the antithesis to the entire Fire Nation mentality, like you were talking about. Exactly. So, yeah. Like that's what makes him yeah. such a strong character. He's just not a. He's just not wise, Uncle Iro. He's like wise, Uncle. Literally the opposite of the entire notion you come to believe about the Fire Nation. So it allows him to make yes, some statements and like motifs that like basically wrap up everything you need to know because like he's the anti bad guy. And not not only yeah. is he the anti bad guy, he was at one point he was the bad guy at one point, right? Like he's not he's just so the anti bad guy. He he. Yeah. Like, like he, yeah, he was the general, and he was laying siege to Bossing mm -hmm. and and they show yeah, some the siege flashbacks of, of him, and he is, yeah. and he's just like all the other Fire Nation people. He's got a big head. Yeah. He believes that they are the best. He is arrogant. You know, all of those, all of those negative qualities, destruction. That was him. And then he lost his son, and his yeah. world flipped upside down. And he had to, mm -hmm. and he, and he yeah. had to, you know, it was either lose his mind or go or change. And he chose to change. Mm -hmm. There's a um, scene that we just watched recently where uh, Toph meets Iroh on oh, the road. Yeah. And this is the first time that oh, uh, Zuko's like, hey, guess what, Pops? Like, I don't need you anymore. And he goes on by himself. And there's several things that happen in the conversation. He has tea with Toph because she left too. And uh, left like mm -hmm. the Avatar, Team Avatar group. And they're meeting up. And he says like... Um, She's like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm following my nephew. Um, like he 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 doesn't uh, you know, he, he's figuring some things out for himself is I think what he says. Like he's he's you know, he, he needs to figure out some things. But if he needs me, yeah. I'll be here. And I think there's something crazy about that scene because he literally slapped him in the face. Yeah. And was like, I don't need you anymore and left. And he doesn't even badmouth yeah. him to yeah. a stranger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he, he just is he's like lost. he's like he's figuring out, but he's I'm gonna lost. be here. Yeah. But I'm going yeah. to follow him. That scene, I mean, it's the best, the best, the best every time. ever is when he sees him and he hugs him mm -hmm. in in book three, and he says, "I was sad because I like because I thought you lost your way," and like it's this whole walk up to that point where. You know, he's, it's always been Zuko trying to figure Zuko out, but Iroh's always been like right there. And that is right at the beginning. That first time they separate is when it's Aang, Azula, and Zuko fighting yeah. in that abandoned town. And then as he's about to get whacked, Iroh yeah. appears. Like Iroh shows yeah. up mm -hmm. just because he needed him. But then Toph also shares a, a thing with him to where like I, Zuko, or Iroh is still learning um, because she says, hey, like if, you know, maybe it's okay for you to say that you need him too. Yeah. And in that very same moment, he gets whacked and Zuko saves his mm -hmm. life. So like, I it's it makes so him good. bad. Tea. I love <laughs> the whole thing that like Zuko needs a father figure because his father was absent and Iroh lost his son. Yeah, and like he needs yeah. like that. Like so he good. has that paternal the second like, chance to be a, to, a yeah. better father. Another yeah, another and, relationship yeah. that I thought was really well written that they don't that they don't really ever highlight, but you see it's just all in the background and the subtleties. And I never I never noticed it until this last time watching it through, I guess like a month ago or whenever that was. Um uh Toph and Sokka's relationship, I think is really like she 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 they 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 say it kind of blatantly sometimes, but she like definitely really likes him. And but also yes, really absolutely. trusts him and puts a lot of faith in him. 
regardless of how, you know, her exterior personality is like very like brash and she's mean to people and all that. Uh, but you'll see like at any time they're on the bison, uh, she is sitting next to Sokka and she, and most of the time she's, she's hugging huh. his arm, uh, because she can't, yeah. because she can't feel the ground. Uh, and, and then there yeah, are other moments amazing. where, and then you can see Sokka like definitely like views her, I think is just another sister and is like, as like a kid sister and like definitely takes care of her, but it feels, it, it just, it feels like that kind of relationship. So their, their relationship with each other is like really, and it's all just background stuff. They just show little things of like Sokka taking care of Toph and yeah, Toph mm -hmm. relying on Sokka that make their relationship, like it, it implies a lot of complexity and they never really say anything. And then the really big, you know, I guess this is like spoilers, right? Cause it's, but we've all seen the, the, the finale, right? Yeah. Um, there's the oh, moment yeah. when, um, when they're on the blimps and Toph falls and Sokka catches her uh -huh. And she, this is yep. the um, and and then and I saw something that was highlighting it's every moment that Toph can't see she holds on to Sokka, and and that is the moment she yeah. is dangling in the air and she is she is yeah, completely yeah. blind and the only the only thing that she has any sort of perception of is Sokka's arm holding her uh, off of the ground and you can like see like and, the tears and his leg down is broken. Face. There. and the fear and everything and yeah. it's just like a really and then when you the the when I, I had like read some stuff and i had noticed how their relationship progresses through it makes that moment really powerful oh that was so cool right and he also chooses her over like the the meteorite sword he crafted yes which I was, like, yeah so sad about him losing but... goodbye space yeah. sword <laughs> yeah. and, and he like you know he's he, he thinks about it for a second not in like a it, it's never a question like right which is just another thing in the yeah. bonus of talk he's like it sucks that i have to lose this but he was never once like can i you you don't see him think yeah. like oh soccer the sword he's like well of course i'm gonna throw it away see a space sword you know right Absolutely. Also, the funniest line in the show, in my opinion, is when Suki saves Toth from drowning in Serpent's, yeah, Serpent's, pass. Serpent's Path or whatever. Serpent's Pass, yeah. And, and she thinks it's Sokka, and she kisses <gasps> yes. him on the cheek, and Suki's like, oh, I'm not Sokka. And then she's like, oh, okay, you can go ahead and let me drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just let me go. Just like, oh, yeah, Sokka, my hero. Yeah. I'm not Sokka. Yeah, me and Hannah laughed out loud at that. So <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, we, are, we are at a limit. Uh, we can go a little bit over if we want to just say our picks for the strongest element. Right. If we want to throw that in. Um. Absolutely. I will start by saying I think that air is the strongest element only second to water but like i said water is dependent on its resources like if you find a waterbender near the ocean you're donezo or like in a lake but air is so versatile and also air can like ronnie said like can snuff out fire it can shatter earth and like you can separate like oxygen molecules from like h2o and i don't know i think it just has the upper hand everywhere and you can dodge and dodge until you out you tire out your opponent, you know? So that's my pick. I think that Jack, I, you were next. I, oh, Jackson. Well, I, I'll just say that I think that air, it really depends on like how much we're talking about. Like it's also what defines air. It's a whole lot harder to define than any of the other ones. Um, mm -hmm. Earth is mm -hmm. like pretty hard to define too, but 
I would say that's the other one that's hard to define where like metal bending comes into play. But um, I mean, if you can like separate like oxygen molecules and stuff, then I I mean, I think that on an atomic level, if you're functioning with air, then Mm -hmm. sure, air's the strongest. But I think for me, it's either water because of blood bending slash it's like ever presence similar to air or fire because those two don't need a source on like earth and water yeah plus uh well sorry fire and air don't need a source but if i was in a fight i feel like i could beat somebody by like using lightning before they could like hit me with (laughs) anything else you know what i mean yeah just like if Mm -hmm. i could just zap somebody it's like the quickest way to win it's just an Agni Kai. I don't know why people don't just use lightning more in Agni Kai's. Yeah. Easy. Because <laughs> you just kill somebody. <laughs> I don't know. That's where I'm at. That's true. Um, okay. I think. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ronnie. No, you go. Um, I was first and foremost going to say, uh, if you don't watch anime, let this be your gateway into the anime kingdom. Um, <laughs> please join us. Uh, but as far as like strongest bending style goes, um, I think we've all de- debated coolest, and I think that that kind of clouds my vision, but I'm still gonna say air, but, like, still caveat to bloodbending. Of course, bloodbending wins yeah. every time, but it's a fucking hack. Get it out of my game. It's <laughs> Unless you electrocute yeah, so the bloodbender. Like, bloodbending off. Like, 1% or... of waterbenders bloodbend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, the it's same like thing three bending. Also, metal bending. Yeah. How, how yeah, present exactly. are those in It's Quora, a very specialized... Um, uh, they're getting there. There's schools. Metal bending them, is pretty common. Not the right? blood bending, yeah, but metal, metal bending. bending yeah. Metal bending is sick. Yeah. Metal bending but is like, sick. as an antithesis to what Jackson was saying about lightning, like effectively, like air bending, depending on the. Okay, so all of this is incumbent on the strength of the bender and the type of bending they're yeah. doing, obviously. Right, exactly. exactly. But if we're talking yeah, about the mine. tops of the tops of every single bending style, blood bending wins. Period. But like, if you are like an insane air bender, like effectively regardless of the distance between you and a lightning caster like effectively the all the time they have is as fast as they can think because if you can move this if you can move as much air as is between you and them you can crush them before they even have a chance to bend so it's like effectively i feel like air bending could be used as quickly as you think just like lightning could be used it's like if there's 10 feet between me and the next person if i can move if I can effectively move 10 feet of air in an in the instant, I think, in the same way that somebody can move with lightning, that's at best a stalemate, I feel like. Um, Probably. Maybe. So I think for cool points, I'm going to say airbending with a caveat to bloodbending. But that's just my opinion. I think you guys are... Well, I think... Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. It's back. Ah. The meme is back. <laughs> Zach's next. We're the same. Zach's next, I choose. Zach's next. I think I would say I don't agree with any of you. No, (laughs) I do. I do agree. But I say earthbending. I say earthbending Mm -hmm. strictly because I think if we're going to talk about the structures that are made, like bossing say as a whole, incredible. Like the water tribes are made out of ice, which can be easily melted. Mm -hmm. 
the Fire Nation is made by Masons, you know, I guess, and they it seems to have a lot of imports. Air Nomads are gorgeous. I, I, I guess Earth I'm just thinking like the, the, the amount of like defense. Yeah, no, I, you're saying, yeah. Yes, a nation did. of Earthbenders would beat a nation of like Airbenders, like like yeah, on a massive true. scale. I, and and I think I think Ronnie's really right. Like the reason that we think airbending is as powerful as it is is because we've watched Aang dance around everyone like they're nothing, and he's like the best airbender ever. Yeah. Like that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think earthbending like the, the is it the Daily? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not Tylee. Daily. The Daily are like incredible. They just keep they keep arresting people, and it's fine. Like your hands are behind your back, you're in the ground. Like, but I also think about Boomy, oh, yeah. and like the um, the skill that Boomy has, and how I I don't think the show. I think if there's one fault to the show, they don't really show the damage a rock does to a human body. So true. Very <laughs> That's fast. so true. I, I would like, pay to see a mature amount- version of Avatar. Because people yeah. would just fucking die all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the amount of damage a boulder does to a body if it hits it, you just True. explode. Like they don't ever show like when when somebody gets launched, like Sokka when he's sleeping and Toph like launches him like 50 feet in the yeah. air and he comes down and he's like, wow, I'm grumpy because you woke me up. I'm like, no, he's just a puddle at that <laughs> point. Like he's just body breaks. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think Earth is... It definitely can be worn down by water and fire and air. It can be disintegrated into Takes sand, time. but I think it's got versatility too. But at the same time, the amount of damage that can be done with a rock, like you get hit once and that's a broken bone, mm-hmm, yeah. you know? If I'm an earthbender, I am making a uh, mage armor around my body of earth to protect yeah. all the time. Yeah, or even oh, Gara, easy. like, you know, like, 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 like tough, yeah. like in the, in at the end when she's in the blimp, she yeah, rolls up, up and she the, just, is wearing a uh, a a perfect yeah. suit of armor. Crystals. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. You use mm-hmm. crystals. crystals. Also that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Crystal bending, uh, maybe. All right, Silas. So we're ten my, minutes over. Uh, Wrap us up. <laughs> um. So you know, I mean, you said me and Zach are the same people. I also think earth bending is is the best. Uh, I always have. I think if 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 you are on a completely even plane, if if you could assign a number, like a power number, to to a person based on how how good of a bender they are. I think if if your power level is equal, I think Earth an Earthbender always wins the 50-50. Like because like it takes hmm. it takes more water and more air to beat down on a rock than than the inherent strength of the rock itself, right? And then obviously like I fought, like fire is going to also take a lot more force to move a rock out of the way. So in the 50-50, I think it wins anyway, and then it also ends up being like really versatile if if you if you are the person who's mastered everything so you you know like Toph can see with her feet and she can tell if people are lying that's crazy yeah uh, crazy. then you have then they add in metal belt metal bending and then in Korra they add in lava bending and that one gets really nuts sand and there's bending, like sand bending yeah. yeah and then you know the biggest weakness is like well what if you're not standing on the you know like they put those the earthbenders on the ship to negate them which in that case is just never, I don't know, just never get on a boat. And then you're always fine. Uh, <laughs> but Reaction uh, time. That's the only thing I have to say. What'd you say? Reaction time. Reaction <laughs> time. I know we're not doing, you know, I mean, we're not doing, live a wild we're not, west. we're not doing rebuttals. Cause that'll take another hour. No, yeah, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Which just, is true. It like, takes more time to move a rock. Yes. No, that's exactly. All. That's its one negative. 
That is I, but, I, but I think <laughs> it is the most powerful because it always wins the 50-50, I think. Except against paper. Except against paper. <laughs> Those paper benders out there know what. Know paper what's bending. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that was really good. That was 10 minutes over, but I think it was all enjoyable. Uh, I so felt good about it. It was very fun. Yeah. So maybe in the future, uh, we could do one about Korra because I've never seen Korra. Ooh, and I, th- it's I think I'm going to watch it after I finish Avatar. So um, maybe we could fun rehash some of this. Ooh, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, thanks for listening and signing off boy number one. See you boy later. number boy number five. Boy, what's up, bye. Two, bye. I'm two. <laughs> <laughs>